Welcome to the Lutheran Cartographer. I'm Nicholas Weber. So what is the Lutheran Cartographer? This is my attempt to explore different areas of the country to find out what it's like to be Lutheran there. So why am I doing this? A little background on me. I grew up in the ELCA, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, and I went to Luther Seminary in St. Paul, going to study to become a pastor. At that time, I had a rather terrible vicarage experience, or internship experience as we called it, and at the same time, the ELCA was moving for further in the direction of the sexual revolution at the time. And so I decided that really wasn't organization I was particularly interested in associating myself with. And so I moved eventually to the Missouri Synod, or the LCMS as it's called. Very happy to be there. I work as a software developer and enjoy, on my best days, solving puzzles for money. Right now I live in Washington State in the Pacific Northwest, in western Washington, west of the Cascades, in the Seattle metropolitan area. A typical Northwesterner, I enjoy backpacking, hiking, and rock climbing. I also play the organ and enjoy playing board games, as well as collectible card games like Magic. Right now, the situation is rather bleak. It's an atmosphere that's more and more neo-pagan in its orientation. It's tiring to live in a place where it can be assumed that the people around you just don't share my interests or my values. And so now at this time, I'm really looking for a place that better integrates my values and beliefs, looking for community that doesn't only extend to my close circle of friends and my church, but also can be found in the community in general. I know that other Lutherans out there are looking for that as well, and so I wanted to start a podcast that would enable us to look together at different areas of the country. One excellent resource on this idea of community and our recent decline of community that we're seeing in the United States is Robert Nisbet's Quest for Community. It's a book that I recently finished, and I highly recommend. It's really interesting to see how he connects the rise of the state and the increasing presence of the government in all facets of our lives with the decline in mediating institutions in the community, such as the church and the family and other parts of the community. I wanted to start this podcast called The Lutheran Cartographer and interview pastors and lay people from around the country to find out from them what it's like to be Lutheran in that area. And so I'll be asking him that question and also what it's like to raise a family there. Now, as an aside, you might be asking, well, why is a, a single man asking this question? Well, wherever I end up, I would like to be able to start a family, raise a family in that area, and so it's important to me to find out what that's like. I also want to find out from the people that I interview 
how it compares to other areas of the country that they've lived in, and also what things they like best about the area. On the other hand, I also want to know what they don't like as much. Every place has its problems, but we want to be sure that we don't get into a situation that we could avoid by wise discernment and just by asking ahead. also want to hear from people what they recommend seeing or doing in this area. It's not just about thinking about moving to locations. We have the ability and the wonderful blessing in our lives to be able to travel to different locations and encourage other Christians that we meet there, and also to have fun and to recreate along the way. And so as we think about how we'd like to do that, I want to make sure that I don't miss any of the hidden gems or even the the obvious great things about an area for lack of asking. So I want to find out what, what fun things there are in an area. I want to find out what advice these different people have for moving to the area. For example, one of the the pastors that we'll hear from in New Mexico recommends finding out what the different crime rates are in your neighborhood in Albuquerque. Not something you'd think about if you're not already familiar with the difficulties and problems of that area, but are great to hear about ahead of time. Also, too, I'll be asking about stereotypes of that area. We often hear a lot of negative things about stereotyping and stereotypes. They're often rooted in quite a bit of truth, so I want to throw at these people that we interview what they think of those stereotypes and whether they find them true or false. In order to give you a better idea of how this will work and where I'm coming from, I'd like to share with you some of my answers for the Pacific Northwest about stereotypes and about things to do. So let's go ahead and talk about the Pacific Northwest, where I've been, and I can share a little bit with you about the area. First, I want to start with some stereotypes and tell you whether or not I find them true or false. So the first one, and probably the one you hear the most, is that it always is raining. It's true. We get a lot of precipitation in the Pacific Northwest. It's not usually that driving rain that you may have experienced in other places. It's not like it's monsoon season all the time. However, we do get a lot of rain, especially from about mid-October until usually the 4th of July is our rainy season. And with that comes a lot of gray, overcast skies. So if you're a person that needs the sun or really does not do well in darkness and in gray, this is probably not the place for you. However, the summers are absolutely gorgeous and make up for this rain, usually. About every 10 or 15 years or so, we don't get a summer. Summer just isn't there. It's just gray or it's just raining all summer, which is a miserable experience. So if your first summer in the Pacific Northwest is one of those summers, it's probably not going to go well for you. But it's not like it rains all the time. We get a nice Indian summer, but it is true that we do get quite a bit of rain. The second stereotype you may have heard, especially if you've talked to people in the area, is the the so-called Seattle freeze. 
This is the phenomenon where people just don't invite you into their lives or aren't friendly or aren't uh, aware of people that are new to the area. This is a little harder for me to comment on since I grew up here in Washington. And I do, f and when I was in Minnesota for grad school, you hear about a lot of the Midwestern hospitality. And I, I did not find that to be the case. The people were pleasant enough, but I didn't find myself really invited into many people's lives that I, I didn't know before. And so I didn't find it an especially great welcoming, welcoming experience. So contrasting the two, I didn't see a whole lot of difference. However, I do notice that in the Northwest, people are slow to invite you into their homes and slow or do not reciprocate invitations. So if you throw a party or invite someone to dinner, you don't necessarily, can't necessarily expect, especially if they're from Washington, that it will be reciprocated. Last stereotype I want to talk to you briefly about about the Pacific Northwest is the politics. You hear, oh my goodness, Seattle is an extremely progressive city in terms of its politics. And while Seattle city proper is certainly that way and uh, seems to be finding new and innovative ways to be unfriendly to businesses and to people uh, with means, I ha that isn't necessarily the case everywhere out in the area I'm in out in uh, southern King County, it's the people in general are quite conservative, but most people that you, the average person that you encounter, if you assume they're some sort of progressive, you probably won't go too far wrong. Next, I want to talk about cool things that you can do when you're out here in the Pacific Northwest. Our first couple interviews and episodes will be from other people in the Northwest, and they'll tell you their favorite things, and you can look forward to those. But I want to tell you what some of my favorite things to do are here, or interesting activities. So in Seattle, I'd recommend that you go see the Underground Tour. It's a tour underneath the current streets of Seattle, and it's a a tour that focuses on the history of the area, especially around the time of the Yukon Gold Rush. So fascinating things to learn. Recommend checking that out. Another cool thing that you can do while you're in Seattle is go to the Pinball Museum. This is in the Chinatown area of town, and there are all sorts of really cool tables that you can that you can go on and play pinball machines from throughout the history of the of pinball, which is pretty neat. Another neat thing that you can do in Seattle is going to the Pacific Science Center. They have an IMAX there and all sorts of different displays. Really neat place and worth checking out, especially if you have kids. In Tacoma, I'd recommend checking out the Glass Museum there. The actual collection, the museum part, isn't all that exciting. But you can see live glass blowing, which is very neat to see. 
and you can just sit there in the auditorium for as long as you wish. If it's something that you're interested in and or whoever you're with is interested in, you can just spend a lot of time there. If you don't find it as fascinating or interesting, you can move on. Pretty neat place. I would also recommend eating at Asado. It's a Argentinian restaurant in Tacoma, and they have really great meat dishes. It's just a fantastic place. It is pricey, but I recommend it, especially as a treat. So those are some things to do in the Seattle and Tacoma areas. Before we go, uh, as we close out the podcast, I just want to briefly mention, talk about the logo of the podcast. You'll notice it's a uh, stylized L and a C for Lutheran Cartographer. On top of the L is the Cairo. And in the C is a compass as we think about exploring different areas, a compass with the Luther Rose set inside of it. So as we go about exploring the areas of the country, we want to keep Christ as our center. And so I invite you to join me on this journey as we look to explore and find out what it's like to be Lutheran in different places. For this episode, you can go to lutherancartographer.com slash one, that's the number one, for show notes. So notes about what we talked about today, links to the various places that I recommended. And if this is a journey that you're interested in joining me on, I encourage you to keep your eye on lutherancartographer.com for new episodes. Right now with the first episode, we'll go ahead and see two other episodes go up as well. One from a pastor in Tacoma, my pastor, Jeffrey Reese, and one from a pastor in Seattle, uh, Trevor Mankin at Messiah. So please go check those out. And if you find this interesting and helpful, I'd appreciate if you would leave a review for me on iTunes. And you can contact me on Twitter as well. Links to that on LutheranCartographer.com. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Nicholas Weber. I'll talk to you soon.